Good morning, children. Uh, we got to lead with Judd because Judd, a regular <clears throat> donator to the show, uh, but he posted this. I'm only good. And you always say, well, Cappy, why are you reading if it's up on the screen? Well, because I convert these to MP3, which is on my to-do list. I got to convert a bunch of MP3s and I upload them for the MP3 listeners. You know, those those weirdos, you know, the night watchers or the night crawlers, the, the MP3 listeners like me. So they're like, well, what? I don't, I don't see it. What, what's going on? So you have to, it's like radio and television. You got to come for both. Uh, Judd Wright saw leftist grocery worker go cycle yesterday, screaming that essential workers will never forgive this country for what it put them through. I somehow managed not to laugh until I got into my car. It, It's pure luck whether you are an essential worker or not on this one. And maybe so, maybe not. Like, oh, you're a sanitation engineer? Like, I mean, Garbage men, they call them, but I mean an, an actual sanitation engineer, like the water engineer or civil engineer. Yeah, you guys are critical. Doctors critical. But then at the same time, how the fuck am I? St- I am completely not necessary. Podcasters and YouTubers, booming industry, uh, uh, webcam girls. But I, I, that, that, that's where all the money's going. Booze, booze at liquor store. That's absolutely vital. Uh, it's like, really? I don't know if we're really vital or such, but that's what people want. And, you know, yes, the grocery store industry and the Walmart and all them, they're all vital, but you're imminently replaceable. I think that's what essential, a lot of essential workers, it's, you may be essential, but are you replaceable? Because a doctor or a nurse, anesthesiologist, they're, there's not, that's a highly skilled trained thing. Uh, a water engineer or whatever you would call a water person. Uh, a lot of goes into that person's education and training, making sure the water is purified and pumped and, and all that other stuff. A stock boy. Yeah. You're essential, but you are, you, the last thing you want to be guys, unless you're trying to be a minimalist, you just don't care is to be a commodity is that your, your labor, your quote skill set doesn't exist to the point you're, you're commoditized. You're a general laborer, and that's what this grocery store is. Let them, let them live their dream. Let them, let them live. Let them think that they're, quote, essential but replaceable. Because I'm sure there's plenty of people lined up to take his job. And they take them away. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's the word that you're looking for if you're trying to square that circle around that, that uh, square. You're like, well, wait a minute. He is essential. Is he right? Well, yeah, he's right. He is essential. But you can replace him with some schmuck on the street who's not shitting on the sidewalk. Like, literally, that's the qualification for jet. Like, and this isn't to slam stock boys or stock girls, but uh, yeah, do you show up and you don't shit on the street and you're not on drugs and you're sober? Hey, do you want do you want to be a grocery worker? I didn't know this about Noah. Noah is a butcher. Do you guys know that? Noah is a butcher. Noah is not only essential, he's not imminently replaceable. He has a skill. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm, there'd be the grit. I am not essential, and I'm also imminently replaceable. <laughs> Yet I'm making money. Look at <laughs> It's like the vengeance for all the bullshit I went through earlier in life. Now it's come to this. How, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I have no talents whatsoever. Nope, I am totally not needed. Why did I get, I don't know. I really don't know. 
So we got that. Uh, it's good morning, Corona Chad. How are you guys? I am in a great mood, uh, not only because I had some great fun doing some asshole consulting before this, but uh, everything's like hitting at, at once. Everything's like coming together. I got two huge fucking weights off my shoulders past 48 hours. I, in theory, in theory, we don't know. It's like, when do you know you're on a date? When you're actually on the date, you know, just because the girl says yes and says, oh, I agree to this time. And she says, oh, I'm on my way. It's not until the girl shows up. Do you have a date? You can't you can't ever say, <clears throat> for example, man, when your friend Frank's because everybody has their friend Frank. I don't know why all the men in my life are Frank and Hank and Charlie and Bob and all these other boomer names. When your friend Frank says, hey, 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 Phil. What are you doing Friday? And you say, I have a date. You don't know that, Phil. You really don't know that today. You didn't know that in the past three decades. <clears throat> Nobody knows you have a date until you actually are on the date. So when someone says, let's put it this way. Um, when Amy says, yes, on Friday at 7 p.m., I will go to the movies with you. And it's Tuesday and, and your friend uh, Charlie asks, hey, Frank. What are you doing Friday? You can't say I have a date. You only answer is I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm not sure yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> then the friend call at 705. Ah, oh, fuck that bitch still me up. What the fuck? What are you guys doing? What do you mean you got tickets to the game? What are you to get one for me? Well, I couldn't. I don't know. It was a girl. You know how unreliable. Oh, fine. I'll go home and play video games. <clears throat> Where was I going with this? Call up Frank. Damn it. Where was I? Where was I? Oh, I had it. I had it. I was making a point. We're talking about essential, the grid. Oh, why was in a good mood? So uh, I forget how it happened before. I'm in a great mood because, oh, that's what it was. I have reasonably good assurances from people that they're going to take care of two big problems that were weighing heavily on my mind. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. And so since those were lifted from me, it's amazing what wears on your mind in the back and you're in an angry, pissed off mood all the time. And then when they're removed, you're like, holy shit, like you're automatically happy. And then people wonder why poor men without fathers uh, end up committing crimes. You know, they, they wonder why that happens. Like, well, maybe because of the incredible socioeconomic pressures and the fact they weren't trained by a father, did, but, you know, their deadbeat single mother trained them to or failed to train them and failed to equip them to deal with this stuff. <clears throat> I was self-trained. I kind of figured that, okay. But it still wears on you. So now... All of a sudden, those two things were lifted from my shoulder. I got all, not all, I got most of my work done for asshole consulting earlier today. I got a couple more to do. One that requires research. I, I will get to yours, so don't worry. Uh, and then all the other piddly stuff. Like, I had caught up with so much work that last night I went online and set up a Zazzle account. I'm like, yeah, let's set it up. And, and, and I, they have face masks. They have face masks. And I put the Corona Chan girl on the face mask. Says, good morning, Corona Chan. And that's under review. 
but they immediately approved the Clary podcast mug, even though I tried to like put it where the logo was on it to turn it right. Oh, it, it's per my article about how mandatory mouse clicking. The none of these uh, merchandise merch uh, companies have their shit together. None of them have a logical user interface. Not at all. And it's like, no, I want to show this. Like, do you want to show this image? Yes. I go to the page. It doesn't show up. Like, you know, fine. Fine. Those people are in charge of the user interface over at uh, Redbubble and Zazzle. <clears throat> but uh, so that's how caught up I was. Uh, let's get this out of the way. Let's go ahead and try this. Kind of worked after an hour. One of those days or nights where like I'm working, working, Tom, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. Like, it's a good day. Good day. Worked until I fell asleep. Got my exercise. I woke up this morning and I got my to-do list right over there. Caught up. Nothing. Got to read Rich Cooper's book. He sent me a couple chapters. Oh, what else? Like nothing mission critical. And so with all this weight lifted off my shoulders and all this little bit of token work left to do, we got the good morning, Corona Chan, had my coffee ready to go. And when I'm done with this and then I'm done with some asshole consulting, I'm free. There's nothing left on the to-do list. Nothing unless I want to start a new project, which I don't. And then you know what comes with that? Total forgiveness. No guilt. You get a you get a pass to go to town. You get a free pass to go have fun and enjoy life. And boom, I'm out. I'm gonna go run, do a six mile run, listen to some podcasts, listen to world class bullshitters. I'm gonna play video games after I work because you're free. You're free. There's nothing left to do. So it's not like you're playing a video game for like ten to fifteen minutes to lose just to take a break. No, now you can bench. You can go. You've done all the work there is to do that needs being done. It's Friday, so there's no reason to start advertising new shit anyway because everyone's in their weekend mode, so. Except the unemployed. (laughs) (sighs) So that's it. I'll stay on top of the Super Chat so I do not lose any of your guys' money. Jug Grover for five bucks. A now married ex contacted me this morning. Oh, this is good, Jai. This is, hang on. Let me get a water cracked open just to really enjoy this. Gotta enjoy this with a nice sip of buble. Which does not sponsor the show. It's just what I drink now in substitute for booze. I replied to her paragraph. And her reply was asking where I work now. I refused to answer. She blocked me. <laughs> what? Wait, Judd, why didn't you? Why didn't you just string her along a bit? Come on, come on. When they do that, if I had a Kuantahahi uh, ex reach out for, this assume she was Kuantahahi. I mean, if she was a nice ex, I can understand. But they're Kuanta, which most of them are. I, I would be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a butcher. And uh, but then I, well, I gotta be something more zany than that. I'm a butcher, but I'm raising. I work at a dog rescue sh- shelter or something on the side, and, and I I found Buddha. Just just totally fuck with them. Well, I'm glad to hear that. How quick they are to block you, though. Like if if you don't, I always love the 
the ignorance when I was younger, like they know they, they deep down inside know where you would using the date example before Amy said seven o'clock on a Friday, seven Oh five would roll around. You'd be like, dude, where are you? You'd call and they ghost. And then like, and, and then if you dared said, how dare you waste my time? You fucking bitch. Oh, then you were the bad guy. Like, you're creepy. You got that. Well, creepy wasn't a word back then. Oh, you're dead. They get all pissed off. And when you don't respond to their, then they block and they, the contradictory behavior, like, well, I can hopefully just commit to something and go away and not have any ramifications. But if I get ramifications, I get the electric. You, yeah. You're the one that's wrong, not me. But then when you just kind of like, you don't even, you don't even, you didn't commit to nothing, Judd. You just like didn't respond. Hey, fucking asshole, I gotta block you. <laughs> Have fun with that life, gals. What's that life like? What's that like? Have fun. Space Ghost. Oh, Dr. Oatmeal. Uh, can't be small question here, but are safe rooms in college still a thing anymore? Well, not now. No one's going to college. I mean, I mean, how, I, you're asking for some obscure statistic. I mean, we can ask what percent of colleges have what percent of colleges have uh, safe spaces? Oh, it's already searching. <clears throat> Twenty Great Valley colleges with safe spaces. Oh my God, the University of Chicago has one. Oh, hang on. The Daily Caller. This could be a millennial story. 36% of American college students say safe spaces are absolutely necessary. Hang on. Hang on. I will never, ever, ever hire a liberal arts graduate or a social science graduate. I am only hiring STEM. If I ever have to hire someone, I don't care if it's to sweep the street. I am only hiring STEM people, accounting majors, and all that. And and you millennials wonder why you're the butt end of jokes. Over a third of you think safe spaces are absolutely necessary. If I okay, say it right here, right here, right here. Even if you're not a millennial, you're not a Gen Z, you just want to enjoy the the Schadenfreude pain of the millennial generation. Go ahead, read this book. And there's like a good good fifth of it dedicated to slamming on boomers as well. <laughs> Seriously, every time you hear something stupid where the millennials are whining and bitching and asking for more money, and now it's the Gen Zers, and it angers you, get that book. You feel a lot better. Are safe rooms in college stuff? Yeah, so they they probably are. Not now, because, well, Corona Chan, the great and merciful. <clears throat> and uh, when they get back, though, see, the kids that want to have, we should stop calling it college. we got to call it the college experience. When kids go back for the experience, let's just call it the experience. That's what we should call it. When kids go back for the experience, they're going to want, some of them, a significant percentage of them are going to want safe spaces. Um, I don't know why. It's it's not for education. It's part intellectual masturbation. I think they're smart. It's also because like this is what they've built up in their head is like the dream and what life is all about. This is the final party before they have to go and be an adult. 
I wrote extensively about that psychology where like, well, think about it from an 18 year old kid's perspective. You've told him or her this entire time. This is what life is all about. The happiest days of your life. Oh my God. When I went to da, 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 although that was more boomer propaganda. I don't think any exes say, Oh yeah, the greatest days of my life were college. And then, and then you look at what your parents became and what the old people do. And you're like, Oh wow, this is the last time I'm going to have fun. And the first time I'm away from my folks, the fuck if they view that as like an investment or, or education. It's an experience. That's all it is. <clears throat> so if a good third of them are so intellectually weak that they need a safe space, you know, uh, well, over third believe campus safe spaces are absolutely necessary to assist grown adults who are psychologically traumatized by all oh, this is from the Daily Caller. Okay. Marketplace things as agree the business safe absolutely necessary. I don't know why you'd poll college students because their opinions are completely pointless and stupid. It's the last thing I listened to. Delon two twelve for five bucks. If the virus were that deadly, shouldn't Walmart employees be dropping? Dude, everyone should be dropping like flies. Everyone. I don't. It. it our governor just extended the the quarantine by two weeks. Uh, I'm going to be probably going off to Moab, Utah, because uh, I've I've had a bad enough time dealing with this. And I don't. Also, I woke up one day and I'm like, I don't have to be here. Fuck this shit. I looked at Moab and Canyonlands National Park is closed. And normally, I know I say, I would say. You can't close a national park. The borders are too big. But Atham looked this up. Canelands is very interesting. There's the Colorado River comes in at this angle. The Green River comes at this angle. They connect and they go out as the Colorado River inevitably <clears throat> to the Grand Canyon. And to get to the park, you got to go over those rivers. Well, the problem with those rivers is they're in deep canyons. They're what form the canyon lands. It's not like you just walk up to, you got to go down, in some cases, 500 feet straight down. To get to the, the and then you got to be a good enough swimmer to get across the Colorado, which in springtime is probably at very high right now with all the snow melting off the Rockies. The Green River comes out of the Utah mountains, so you can't just swim across these. And the area I want to hike, I want to hike to where the Green and Colorado rivers meet on the north side, going past some amazing, the most beautiful geologic formations I've ever seen, and I, you, I could see them from this plateau. But to get there, you got to drive on this one road that goes on top of the island all the way down to this butte. Then you hike down the butte to the place, and then you hike. It's got to be at least eight, more like 10 miles, somewhere around there, maybe nine-ish, one way to get to that point. And so you got to go. Otherwise, you're hiking 21 way in desert conditions. You're not going to do it. And this is all impossible, even if I wanted to. So you got to take the car, park there, make it down the butte, then hike the nine, make it back up the butte, which is doable, even in a day, if you're in really great shape, of which I'm training for. But even if I wanted to walk all the way, like I couldn't, the, the, the thing is closed, and I come in way from the north uh, on foot. Uh, there ain't no trees out there. And one helicopter, one bored police helicopter way up there would say, hey, what's that? And then they'd land, 
because helicopters cheat. They don't have to hike 20 miles to get to that point. Hey, what are you doing here? You're arrested. Get in the helicopter. They throw me in the clink. What is going on out there? And so, um, but that doesn't mean the canyon formation stops at the Canyonlands National Park borders. And there's a whole bunch of other things downstream, not as pretty, but still pretty nonetheless, that I want to do near Blanding. Atham looked that up. Uh, and Monticello, Atham looked that up. And so I could go into these other areas I wanted to hike in between Mexican Hat and basically Monticello. And now's the time to do it because uh, the lodging prices in Moab, which average around $300 a night for an average hotel. $300 a night. Now they're down as low as 74 And you need weeks to do that area justice. And I'm kicking around. Fly to Vegas. Get my other cappy car down there at the Southern Command. Do a little bit of housework. And then, boop, seven hours to Moab. And I just bivouac and sit there and hike my fucking ass off. There's a thing called the Dark Canyon. There's a 40-mile loop. And you're out in the middle of nowhere. There ain't no <clears throat> cell phone reception. And this is there's no and I gotta get a map, like a real one, topographical from the BLM, assuming they're open. Because you do not want to get lost there. And then you make a big 40-mile loop. And I think that's what I'm gonna do. There's like a, there's hundreds of hikes out in that area. Couple others I'm interested in doing, but I want to want to get that hike and then uh, do that. And so, uh, yes, if the virus were that deadly, we'd be a lot more dead people, a lot more dead people, and uh, it would be healthy dead people. Not oh, what was it? Ninety five percent of the cases. They had one or more underlying you know, major medical conditions, obesity and age being two of the larger ones. It, so <laughs> I'm trying not to get angry. I'm just trying to focus on the good stuff like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm still employed in this completely unessential and <clears throat> imminently irreplaceable job. But, uh, man, I feel bad for the young people. And I'm usually not a fan of young people. I feel bad for all the wait staff. I feel bad for all the service industry folk. I have friends, young people who, I, you know, bartenders and wait staff that I, you know, were friends. They became friends of mine when I lived in the WBL. And uh, they're all unemployed. And it's right when they need those jobs, you know. They're trying to get by. They're trying to, you know, they're the nighttime, okay, I got to work up, pay off my debt. Nope. No, because as third flinging monkey calls it, the boomer coof. <laughs> Uh, you can find on BitChute. Just search TFM BitChute. Uh, he calls it the boomer coof. Uh, we have to shut down the the young, the real part of the economy. And these token gestures. We'll allow curbside assistance for Target. Fuck you. Fuck you. And so instead of me getting angry and fight, I'll just go to Moab. I'll just sit out there out in the middle of freaking nowhere, hike by myself, finally get the time to sit down and write. But I got I to gotta train up a little bit more, which I'm going to do today. I'm going to do 
I should really do a seven mile run. I should really run to the next town is what I should do and get that, get that trained up. I'll do that. The competent man for five bucks. Dubros blew up their firm. CM, CME group secures 7 billion credit line in case of Comex member default. Oh, isn't Comex like silver? Hang on. Hang on. Wait a minute. Are you saying there's not enough ounces of physical gold and silver to back up all the paper that's been written on it? No. Dubro finance guys would never do that. Um, CMM, CME Group, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, seven billion. Let's see what we got for the news. <clears throat> Market Watch. CME Group, Chicago Mercantile Exchange, secures seven billion credit facility to seven billion to protect against a clearing member default. CME Group. Disclosed Thursday that it agreed to amend amendment that gives the commodity exchange company a seven billion multi-currency credit facility. The company said that the 364-day amended facility is intended to provide liquidity in the event of a clearing member default, liquidity constraint, or depository default, or in the event of a delay in the payment system utilized by you know, stock fell 2.8, dropped 90 percent. But uh, what do you mean? Read next. Why? Why? Thanks, Market Watch. That was helpful. Why did they do that? Continue to cite. That was it. Is Comex defaulting? Hang on, let me type in Comex. I wish I knew more about um, exchanges and the... All right, here we go, zero hedge. Okay. Why did I why did I bother going to false news? I should have just gone to zero edge. Something unusual is happening in the gold market. First, we had unprecedented dysfunction in gold futures market with dramatic paper and physical price divergences. Right. Because I want the gold, not the paper gold. I want the gold. And so if you go to a coin deal like give me the gold or give me the silver, he's like, we've been bought out of all the gold reserve. But I have this little bit in the back, but I'll give it to you for a big price. So physical price goes way up. And then the paper price is just whatever a bunch of dipshit uh, Ivy League graduates with their dick slapping in their faces. Ah, hey, Thaddeus, whap, whap, whap. Oh, what is it, Chaz? Whap, whap, whap. What did daddy say the price of silver should be? Oh, let me suck Goldman's dick and find out. Whap, whap, whap. And that's how Wall Street works. Uh, <laughs> but since it's paper and they're not, they're not actually – no one ever collects. It's not like you go, oh, I have a I have a contract for ten million ounces of gold. You don't actually go and collect that, like the physical stuff. Uh, the paper market can diverge from the real market. So the real price is what did Frank the coin dealer just sell an ounce of silver for? That's the real price because that's an ounce of silver, not the paper that's based on whether Frank has enough in reserves. <clears throat> uh, with dramatic. Paper and price divergences amid virus-inspired geographical shortages for deliverables. I've never seen that before, said one gold trader who has been in the market for 30-plus years. Saxo Bank's head of commodity strategy, Ole Hansen, observed that a lockdown is occurring in two biggest gold hubs in the world, New York and London. So many traders are working from home. This has caused a breakdown in the marketplace, he said. There's no price discovery in the market right now, he said Tuesday morning. If you need to borrow gold on the -the over-the-counter markets right now, you're going to have to pay a king's ransom. Okay. 
<clears throat> then we have the even more stunning negative prices for front month WTI future crudes. No. Uh, when does this get to the comics? Here we go. We also reported that one distinct possibility is that one or more clearing members had run out of physical, and they just called physical. That means they have physical commodities. Something that was indirectly confirmed by the COMEX's own report exposed the conditions behind the physical crunch. In fact, we reported on this distinct possibility on more than just one occasion. They provide three examples. So is it is with great interest that we note the CME group said with this precious metals trading COMEX subsidiary entered into an amendment credit facility for $7 billion revolving secured credit facility. As Bloomberg reports in the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission filing, CME entered into a third amendment for 365 multi collateral agent, the amendment of the multi which is eligible to be increased to $10 billion. Uh, <clears throat> Specifically, the filing says the new credit facility is intended to provide temporary liquidity to CME in the event of a clearing member default, liquidity constraint, or depository default, or in the event of delay in the payment systems utilized by the CME. Which begs the question, is there a potential $7 billion shortfall about to emerge as a COMEX member collapses, whether due to a physical gold shortfall or otherwise? And if so, what happens to the price of gold if the market suddenly realizes there's a massive hole backing billions in gold paper deliverables? While we hope to find out soon, we bring up a recent tweet from Jeff Gunlatch on a topic we have covered extensively in past, namely the divergence between gold open interest deliverable claim to register gold actual physical holding disconnect. Um, <coughs> gold cover ratio. And here's, Wow. This chart is amazing. Let me see. Let me, do, let me, view, oh, of course, of course I have to click on, hang on. Let me view image. I'm going to take this image. Guys, take a look at this. I know this may be a little bit boring for you or those of you not terribly interested in economics or finance, but this is important. It just shows you what fucking douchebags and scumbags all the dude bro finance guys. This is a, a perfect reason why you don't even bother working in finance because you don't make money working hard or delivering efficiency or assessing risk. You cheat and scoundrel your way up. So when you write a contract, contract like an option or you know a paper gold in trans, uh, trading in commodities, inevitably there has to be an actual you know pig. We're trading pig futures. We're trading um, cow futures. We're trading bundles of hay. We're trading corn. We're trading gold. Here's a contract. It entitles you to 10 ounces of gold. Well, you better be able to take it to a fucking vault and get your 10 ounces of gold. And what this chart shows you is how many contracts have been written, how many contracts are out there in the market being traded right now, paper contracts, versus the actual number of ounces of gold in the world supply. <laughs> and there's 542 tra trans uh, uh, contracts, pays papers out there being traded per ounce. And back in the day, what was it? It looked like five, 10. And now it's all, oh, oh. Dude, bro, I'm a big deal. I like lie. And for every ounce of gold, I issue 20 ounces of receipts and I sell it at 20 times the price of the gold. And I take the money, I buy myself a yacht and then I put my hat on sideways and then the feds come down and take it all away and throw me in jail. But I'm a pretty big deal, dude, when I'm doing it. And the chicks suck my dick because they don't know about finance or business. 
<sighs> that will be fun to see. Uh, are we caught up? Did I catch up with everything? Oh, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All donations today will go to the Aaron Clary Fund because Poke Bowl is not available. All right, we got DeLon, five bucks. I just need to know how the Kardashians are doing right now in this together. <laughs> Did you see Facebook with its new logo emoticon where you it's a, a smiley face hugging a heart? I'm like, oh, so there's the heart, which means you like it. But maybe this means you really, really like it. No, it's the Moticon 4. We're in it together. I'm like, what percentage of the world has just become these pussies? I'm out running around. One thing I like. One thing I'm thankful for. One thing I'm thankful for. When I go running in these different neighborhoods, the neighborhood kids are out. They're doing stuff. I like that. <clears throat> but they'll also draw some chalk stuff. So you got little chalk drawings. And some of them will make like a like an obstacle course for you. I may have done one or two of them because they're on my, but you got to hopscotch this, then you got to jump over that, and you got to run around the lines, and it says finish at the end. Um, I, I I kind of appreciate that. Uh, shit, now I forgot where I was going with it. You know the Kardashians are doing right now. <clears throat> and it's, oh, but in addition to running, I'll see this, we're in this together bullshit. It's like, no, we... <laughs> I'm going to say it again for all of you grasshoppers out there that did not save your fucking money and went into debt. All you fucking Quantahas who have like leased Beamers and leased SUVs who line up at the food shelf to get your free food, who, who are living paycheck to paycheck, who also vote against my interests, calling me an evil person because of my skin color or my race or, uh, well, that's the same thing, or uh, plumbing, or you just don't like me because I make more than you or, or whatever. All right, fuck you. I'm watching over for my very small and elite tribe. I, I, before this, I wouldn't even pull off to the side of the road and help somebody come like, man, I'm in Minnesota. Good chance they're a lefty. Fuck them. All right? Stabbing all these people in the back, sowing division and hatred between different groups of people. And now all of a sudden, you want to know, you know why? Because you want my fucking shit. And you're scared and you're afraid that, oh, we got to come together as a team. So I don't wear a mask. Well, I don't wear a mask because, one, I don't believe I'm going to die from it if I even get it. Two, I don't believe I'm going to infect anybody who was going to die already of some kind of uh, already pre-exist, serious pre-existing condition. But if anyone come, if any Karen comes up to me, where's your mask? I'm like, I want people to die. And it's not legal for me to wear this. I don't have to wear a mask. You don't need me to legally wear a mask. And I am hoping most of you people die. So I have no incentive to wear a mask. And you can't force me to wear a mask. I'm just like waiting, waiting for a camera. Like, you better not have Like, I do want people to die. No, we're not in this together. I'm in it for myself. Fuck all of you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, come on. Make me wear a mask. <laughs> Come on. Now, if it's law, okay, yeah, I'll go put on a mask. Hopefully a very official Corona Chan, uh, good morning, Corona Chan mask, if they allow that to be printed off. <clears throat> but uh, no, I, I I, just, 
not, you know, that's like a tertiary, a distant tertiary where it's like, I don't care. Really don't care. I don't care if I caused you the boomer coof and you passed away, you 350 pound ass. It wasn't me that killed you. It was your mouth and your food. I don't, I don't, I really don't care if you, I don't, I really don't. Did you care about me beforehand or were you the Star Tribune telling me for decades how bad of a person I was and how I owed society the rest of everything and, oh, I'm this evil person. I just don't, fuck society. How did society care about me before? No, they didn't. Fuck you, society. And this schmaltzy together hugging emoticon coming out from Facebook. And yeah, those are the ones who are watching the Kardashians. Oh yeah, I want to get behind this society. I really want to get behind this one. Rob Fugolsky, our 1099 agent in the field, part of the 1099 superior race. 1099er here. What do you think the pros and cons would be of a 1200 UBI for stay-at-home moms only as long as they stayed married? Uh, SMMP opens back up on the 5th, by the way. What's SMNP? Um, to get to your main question, I'd have to do the math. Let me do some math real quick. And, you know, I'm going to be prone to air 1200 a month times 12 equals 14,400. How many moms are there in any given generation at any given time? A hundred million in birthing age. Let's say U.S. 50% are going to be women, so 50 million. But are all of them going to want to be kids, uh, be moms? So that's going to be 25 million. And I got to carry the numbers right. 25 million times 14,000. Three hundred sixty. So I gotta add six more zeros. So three hundred sixty thousand, three hundred sixty million, three hundred sixty billion. <clears throat> Third of a trillion dollars. I think I did the numbers on that right. Makes it, but yeah, it wouldn't be three hundred sixty trillion. It'd be more than three hundred sixty million. Yeah, <clears throat> ever so roughly. Let's say this is three hundred sixty billion dollars a year. We pay moms to stay at home and raise their kids and they can't divorce their husband. I, from an economist's perspective, I would not be looking at what would it save the economy in terms of them not filing for divorce. I wouldn't look at it that way. That's not where your real savings is. Your real savings would be coming in the form that their par- the kids would have their fucking parents together. Now, I don't know if they'd be happy, but it would be, that would totally be worth it in my opinion. Uh, because you would have, it's because there wouldn't be broken homes. You'd say if, let's put it this way. If it costs us 360 billion a year to maintain nuclear families, would it be worth it? Yes. Because you'd be saving yourself trillions a year in social. You'd eliminate nearly all, not all of it. You'd eliminate, but nearly all of our social spending, which hang on. Let me do some math again. Uh, 30. 8% 8% times 20 trillion is what we spend on government. And two thirds of that is social spending. 
Okay, so that's 13 trillion. I did that wrong. Hang on. Okay, Clark. 20 trillion times point three eight. Total government spending is seven point six trillions times point six 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 equals there we go. That makes about so we spend about five trillion a year on social spending. And let's just say half of that like goes to actual real problems, which is a very high percent. So have so two point five trillion a year we save in like uh, uh, kids not going into crime, single moms, future single moms, deadbeat dads, uh, major yeah. Oh, it'd totally be worth it. Totally be worth it. Yeah. I uh, but. Yeah, a, a positive return, but it wouldn't. The savings would not come in like less divorce, less divorce fees. That that would not be. I mean, that'd be a a little bit of icing on the cake. But your main savings would be that your kids wouldn't grow up to be future. We'd be killing off future generations of welfare bumps. In theory, in theory. <clears throat> Good question, Rob. Good question. That was a very ten ninety nine or superior racer question. Uh, big Viz 490 for five bucks. Morning, Captain. Where does Howdy Lieutenants and Economists come from? Um, that was from that was from my radio show I had a long time ago. Cause I was Captain Capitalism, and then uh everybody would be my lieutenants. Like, good morning, lieutenants. Because lieutenants answer to a captain. Um, and lieutenants also has a non-military meaning to mean like uh supporters or adjunct staff, <clears throat> henchmen, people that do your bidding. And economists was under the uh, presumption everybody enjoyed economics because I think uh, it was called, uh, what the hell was the name of my show? I can't remember the name of my radio show. Something to do with everybody. Everybody loves economics. The Economic Supper Club. That's what it was, the Economic Supper Club. And that lasted a whole six months till we're going all sports. If I recall correctly, there are already four sports talk stations, and then AM 1500 that was the the uh, radio show, a radio station I had a show at, and they went sports too. <laughs> All sports, more sports, more sports, 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 sporting sports, 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 sports. They, yeah, that's right. They got the broadcast right to the Twins, and then they lost the broadcast right to the Twins. <laughs> they had shows like Talking Purple. Because the, the Vikings are they're purple. And they go and analyze. Even the Vikings were talking purple. I just like, oh shit. Hey, is that a is that a sports ball coming out of your ass? Because all you guys do is talk, eat, and shit sports. Uh so that's where it came from a long time ago. Um oh, give me a second. Give me a second. There we go. Uh, Donna, still waiting in Australia post uh, for for the book. Yeah, Donna, I can I just give you a PDF for it? On it, I I know you want to give them the book. I give you a PDF. You print it off because I don't know how long it's going to take. It could have got lost in the mail. And Amazon with their fucking oh, I know. No, I remember. I signed it. So I did buy a physical book. I did put it. Yeah, I <clears throat> let me know. 
keep emailing me. I'm, I apologize, but it's it's out of my hands. It's up to U.S. and Australian Postal Service now. If you don't get it like within the next two weeks, let me know. And the best thing I can do is have you print off a PDF file. That's that's the next best thing I can do. Uh, 1985 NBC is big, still beautiful during the pandemic. Yes. Yes. Big is always beautiful. 1985. Don't you know that? Because beauty is a social construct. Oh, fuck. D lawn for five bucks. Kevin is here, but using the poor people chat, he must be out of his countryman's money. Kevin made a $2 donation before, uh, on a, on a consultation I was doing. And here's Kevin. See, even though he advocates parasitism, he is an honest parasite. He pays his way out. I'm with you. Let all conservative protesters die. No, I don't want all the protesters to die. I just want most people to die. And they're the ones that I like. They're the ones I don't want to die because they're with me. They're the ones like, yeah, well, let's risk it. Let's see what's going on. And they're at least willing to like, yeah, if we die, we die. Booty boo DeLon again for five bucks. Kevin, people aren't dying. Where are the actual deaths? Obese diabetics with high blood pressure die. The Rona strikes again. Yeah, I I don't care. I I do care because I'm watching this, and, and not only do I have a personal vested interest in society opening up so I can go do shit. Um, but I, I cannot get over as much as I want to be a misanthrope. I cannot get over. It's like, God almighty, let people go fucking work. Let them eat. Let them, let them get the psychological benefits and health of just going and being part. Fine. They catch the Wuhan flu. Fine. If they're willing to take that risk, which they're all fully aware of, fine. Let them go. But then I got to like, I got to like, no, most of these people are assholes anyway. You just, just got to let it go. Just, just focus on the fact you're, you're doing okay. Everything's really good. You're going to go for a run. I guess maybe it's more the philosophy. It's like, really? We're going to hold the whole fucking, like, is this what humanity has become? You guys are so fucked in the head. You're going to hold for some that's, that's not killing people that much anyway. This is what we're going to, it's what it really is, is a real world incarnation. If it just saves one life, that's what it, if it just saves one life, then it's worth a trillion dollars. No, because taking a trillion dollars out of the economy will kill thousands or make at least millions of people's lives miserable. It's, it's sacrificing the entire world to make it that bad things don't happen. To, to have this perfect utopia that is not achievable. But in, in trying to pursue this utopia, you destroy the pretty good world we got or had. And it's like, what, you're not supposed to die? Meteorites aren't supposed to hit? Viruses aren't ex- supposed to happen? Cancer does? I know you should fight it, but at what expense? You know, if this was wiping out half the population, I'm like, God damn, yeah, state of, but it's not. It's not. And some people, you just got to let them go. And when I recall how many people 
hated my guts and wouldn't lift a fucking finger to either get me some food or <laughs> again, even people on my team are like, hey, can I can I have a piece of pizza? Fuck you, Claire, you get your own. Okay, never mind. Oh, fuck it. <clears throat> fuck it. Uh, Juan Corbera, San Francisco 2019, overdose death 500, Corona Chan is now 24. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's, it's, uh... hey, let's get some happy news, huh? Some happy news. This won't mean anything to you guys at first, but you'll see here in a second. The Bachelor Farmer. And Marvel Bar to close permanently. A lot of restaurant and bars are struggling to stay afloat during the COVID-19 shutdown. These are Minneapolis places. Acclaimed Minneapolis restaurant, The Bachelor Farmer, and its basement cocktail venue, Marvel Bar, are closing for good. The restaurant, bar, and cafe, all owned by er brothers Eric and Andrew Dayton, will shutter permanently, having initially closed due to the COVID-19 shutdown in mid-March. On the same day that Governor Tim Waltz announced the shutdown of dine-in service at restaurants and bars, Eric Dayton said he has reached the very difficult decision that he we will not reopen. As you know, the future of hospitality is incredibly uncertain over the past month. We have tried our best to navigate this uncharted territory. We explored the option of takeout, most likely evolving into a hybrid model of takeout and reduced cap capacity dining room services in months ahead. But there's just no way for that level of business to support the financial weight of our company and the building we call home. Uh, but we're all Now, to explain these uh, venues, <clears throat> the Marvel Bar and the Farmer, bar, farmer Bachelor were cool hip places in downtown Minneapolis and they were farm to table they were organic we were environmentally conscious but we we're still cool and hip Marvel Bar was a speakeasy you had to go around this back door I had been there and it was laid out pretty cool and overpriced drinks went there once and um, you know this is where you're you know, the two or three successful millennials, the ones that you know, had rich parents are actually majoring the right thing. They went, oh, let's go to the, what's the theater down there? It's a big blue leg, the Guthrie. Let's say you want to see some really shitty play with some really shitty actors and actresses for a lot overpriced. And then you go down to the Marvel. Oh, my goodness. It's a speakeasy everybody knows about. Don't tell anyone. So you knock on the door. What's the password? Yeah, communism rules. Oh, come on in. So I was surprised. Oh, man, this goes terrible. Da, da, da. And these are people on the right side, conservative side. I say, hey, did you guys see the last name of the people that own the bars? No. What's the last name? Dayton. Yeah, that's Mark Dayton, our former governor. That's his kids. And if you didn't know, Mark Dayton is the grandson of whatever, Thaddeus Dayton, who started Dayton Department Stores and Target Corporation. The grand, I'm sorry, the great grandsons to the Dayton slash Target fortune and also sons of the last governor we just had. Oh, darn, their bar went belly up. Oh, horrors of horrors. See, because Thaddeus, Day, I don't know what the great-grandfather's name was, but the real guy, the guy who actually built this shit and worked, so 
His son sucked off his dick. Mark Dayton sucked off his dick. And now these boys suck guys. Just a big communal dick sucking all the way down. And now one of these motherfuckers worked a day in their lives. I wonder where they got the capital to start these places. Oh. I'm like, fuck them. Who gives a shit? Oh, but Aaron, they're Democrat trust funders. So it's all all right. Oh, like Biden which I don't believe, was sexually harassing the woman lady who just came out of the woodwork. That's okay because he's a Democrat. I'm like, rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. The Dayton fucktard kids didn't get to go and run their bar tab bits. They had enough of dad's money. All right, sorry. <clears throat> enough of that. Um. Yeah, so that's good news. And don't worry, they're fine. They'll go run some other fucking thing. Maybe we even know what what is the Dayton Trust Fund worth? <laughs> is that look upable? Dayton Trust Fund, which is in South Dakota, by the way, to avoid the taxes. Uh, Mark Dayton with the ninety millions will fund West Dayton development. Uh, there's a article. I guess they did a raid on how big, how big is Mark Dayton's trust fund? Releases tax returns. I don't know if you list your value. Um, capital gains. No, I don't want to subscribe Pioneer Press. Oh, let me guess. You're going to make me subscribe. Nah, it's all right. It's all right. Anyway, the point is, don't worry about these kids. They're just fine. (laughs) Instead of eating with platinumware, they're going to have to downgrade to silverware. Oh, horrors of horrors. So we got that there. Uh, Amazon Whole Foods and grocery delivery workers to strike Friday. As we talked, remember, um, oh, who was it? Judd, Judd Grover. He punched, and he was very germane about that. These are essential workers, but you are replaceable. Workers at Amazon, Whole Foods, Instacart, and Shipped say they will walk off the job Friday. Oh, that's today. <coughs> In protest of their employers' failures to protect them during the corona pandemic. And a flyer shared on social media. Organizers of the May Day General Strike. Oh, that's right. It's the commie day. I forgot today's May Day. Call on customers to boycott Whole Foods, Amazon, Instacart, and Target, which owns shipped. Friday strike comes amid rising activism uh, from coworkers at the compromise of many who have been exposed to and even died of COVID-19, the disease caused by the coronavirus. Because of the failings of our employers, many of our fellow employees have contracted this deadly virus and some had died. Yeah, I'd like to know who died. Oh, yeah, who was that? And and was it Jim in accounting that was 300 pounds? Although there have been some changes in company policies, they are not enough to adequately protect us. An Amazon spokesperson told The Hill, oh, is an Amazon predominantly lefty? I love it when the, the left eat their own. 
to the irresponsible actions of labor groups and spreading misinformation, making false claims about Amazon during this unprecedented health and economic crisis. The spokesperson continued to pr- that protective gear, temperature checks, and increased pay are standards across our Amazon and Whole Food Markets networks already. Workers at the company have been protesting striking in recent weeks, calling for a series of worker protections, including hazard pay, access- accessible sick leave, and protective equipment. Only one of those is about worker protections. Friday will be the first time they coordinate that activism. We are only essential as our health. And for that reason, we have decided to demonstrate our civil rights on May Day, International Workers Day is organized. Who are the organizers? It's the Communist Party. I'm not joking. That's not a joke. It's the Communist Party. May Day is where the the different social groups, the Socialist Workers Party of America, the Communist Party, CPUSA, organizers, all these these mysterious organizers oh they're just they're just do-gooders they're concerns that no it, it is the communist party the global communist party and in the american or the socialist workers party that's all it is uh whole food employees called out sick Soon after demanding guaranteed sick leaves to employees who self-isolate, reinstatement of healthcare coverage of part-time workers, hazard pay. You know, I hope I hope Amazon just goes and hires some new people. I hope you replace. You're fired. Good luck. Um, more than 300 employee employees called out of work last week after a string of strikes at warehouse. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. Uh, how many people are going on strike? I want how how many out of the hundreds of thousands Amazon employees? Uh, how many employees strike Amazon? They've striked before. Yeah, I mean this hasn't even made the news. I'll click on news. Here's what we need. Oh, Yahoo. Well, well, okay. <laughs> it's Yahoo. I guess it's the only one we got. Um, so there are people protesting on a target. Wow, It looks like a whopping 12 of them. Uh, employees. Yeah, they're not telling you how many people are striking. I bet you it's very few. I bet you it's very few. And I think it's because most of these employees know they're replaceable. They know, yeah, you're essential. Go ahead. Say you're essential, but you are you are replaceable. The mask. <laughs> there we go. That's awesome. That's the avatar to have nowadays. Laughing a lot. Poor people chat. No, some of us support Cappy in other ways. Anywho, Cappy, while I have your attention, saw a young black lawyer to be graduating, got dragged by other blacks for, and got dragged by other blacks for celebrating. I'll at you the tweet. Yeah. Um. Put me. Let's pull that up. I like what they're saying. He was acting white or giving him shit because he was going to be a lawyer. Give me a second.
Yeah, dude, I don't I don't see it. You didn't you didn't send it. <clears throat> um put it in the chat room, like if there's a link. I saw a young black woman be graduating and got dragged by other blacks for celebrating. I it's sad that's I didn't know that's still happening. Like I thought, well, what are you trying to do? Act white, but with all the push in education, like, hey, go to school, hey, get to college. I think that's been purged, kind of like bullying. But if that's still happening, I don't know. I I mean one, what am I supposed to do about it? But two, yeah, that's despicable. Black guy tries to improve himself and clams in the bucket, got to keep him down. The slave master psychology. I think it was it the great one talking about it. It was very interesting. He was talking about how morality and ethics, if form in a vacuum, and ideally you do trial and error, you'd find out what did and did not work, and you would form ethics based on that. Like uh, <clears throat> obesity, for example, is uh, bad. You know, you know, you want to eat healthy. Good grades are good. Uh, working hard is good. Um, you know, just just common sense stuff. And people who follow this tend to do good. But in a slave master environment where people are enslaved or you could even say uh, a rich poor environment where different class type of caste environment where there's upper classes and lower classes you get in this slave master uh, ethical code or moral philosophy where what's good and bad is not determined by what actually is good and bad it is all focused on the masters or the rich or the evil rich people, the top cast, and whatever those rat bastard people do is evil and bad. <clears throat> so what is good or right or wrong or bad empirically no longer holds. That's not how either the lower classes or the slave classes view morality. It's their hatred, sometimes legitimized because if you're a slave, yeah, I'd hate my master a lot. Whatever those rat bastard people did is wrong. But the problem is <clears throat> just because they're, let's say they're evil and they're masters, uh, just because they're the masters or they're rich and they're rat bastards doesn't mean everything they do is bad. A lot of times they became the upper classes because they did everything that was good. And so it's kind of like, well, Hitler takes, took a shit I hate Hitler. I'm not taking a shit. Well, good luck with that for a while. Like everything those people do is bad. Oh, look at those guys. They went to school and they go to church and they study hard. What do you try to do? Act white and not knowing that it's not acting white. It's actually doing good. It's investing in yourself. You know, I'm, I'm learning to program and code and, and go to hang out with a bow. Oh, you programming? It's evil patriarch. You know, it's it's not, oh, you didn't major in STEM. It's, oh, those guys have penises. They're bad. And it's programming culture. It's like, no, they worked harder than you went into STEM. And so with the slave master <clears throat> philosophy, you almost condemn yourself, whether there's actual slavery. If it's actual slavery, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're a slave. But if you have that mentality when there is no slavery going on or just an envy culture, whatever the people more successful than you are doing is bad. You And there's no slave. Like, it's just a meritocracy. Dude, you basically do the reverse and destroy yourself. 
Perfect example. What are you trying to do? Act white? No, actually, you know what we should all be doing is trying to act Asian, like straight A STEM. That's what we all should really be trying to be doing is act Asian. Or for our buddy Arkady, Arkady, Ashkenazi Jew, throw that in there. That's what we should all be aiming for because it doesn't have to do with being Jewish or Asian. It's getting good fucking grades. I'm not going to have kids until I'm ready. I'm going to get married. What are you trying to do? Act Swipple? Uh, not Swipple. Wasp. Swipple is the derogatory. Yeah. Wasp. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of did good for themselves. It's not because they're white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. It's because they didn't commit crime. Usually the dad was around. The mom wasn't a royal pain in the ass. They got married. They probably did go to church or synagogue. Well, I guess you wouldn't. Whatever. Uh, not Anglo-Saxon. Whatever. doesn't matter. Uh, and then there was a doctor or a dentist or an engineer in there. Now, do you want to join that? Or, or is it that's what the masters are doing? And fuck that shit. Look at all those hot chicks who are degrading themselves, working out and dieting and succumbing to the patriarchy, to the whims of men. Fuck that. Look at me. I'm moral. I'm better than them. I eat all I want, and I'm proud of my fat, and I look at Tess Holiday and I wear fat lingerie because big is beautiful. <laughs> it's like, okay, have fun destroying yourself. But then there's the people. Oh, you walk off the plantation. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. Woo! And it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's sad, but yeah, there's still got to be some remnant of that left over. Well, you think you're better? How many of you? To shout out again to Turd Flinging Monkey. He was brought up in Section 8 housing. And sure enough, when he went and joined the military, he came back and everyone was like asking him to borrow money. And when he refused, they're like, oh, what, you think you're better than us? Okay, that the, the fact that, yes, he is better than you aside, or that you you left the ghetto, you left the trailer park, whatever, and you come back to the panhandle of Florida. <laughs> and they're like, oh, what, you think you're better than us? Yeah, yeah, I am, because I did something. I went to college. I, I, I worked hard. I joined the military. I worked in the oil fields. I saved my money. <clears throat> uh, uh, I, 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 that's That's what you get from the... Uh, uh, master-slave class philosophy is that envy. Uh, and then it, it condemns you to never succeed, never succeed. So, yeah, pisses me off. Pisses me off. Joe Jones for five bucks. Main restaurant owner says he's opening today. Middle finger to our governor. Good, good. I got to tell you guys a story. You guys like stories? Ready for a Cappy story? Here's a story from Uncle Cappy. Went for a motorcycle ride. Out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Some town, I don't even know. And all of a sudden, I, I go through. And on the corner of my eye, I caught all these motorcycles and picnic benches. And people sitting. I'm like, whoa, what was that? And I smelled barbecue. Pull around. There's people lined up. This restaurant is serving food. Now still outdoors. And you got to be six feet away. But everyone's having a good old time. So I pull my motorcycle in there. I get in line. I'm ready to pay. And there's the menu. I'm like, I want a, the chicken sandwich and a, a, what else? I think I had potato chips and something like that. He's like, oh, did you put in an order? I'm like, no, I'm putting in an order. Oh, well, it might be a while. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I understand. Have you tried calling us? I'm like, okay, fuck it. That's it. Bye. <laughs> like, you fucking... Dumbass. Again, Cappy. Why? Why does Cappy hate the people? Why do? Why am I pro Corona? Why am I cheering on Corona except to affect me and the handful of people? It's because of shit like that. 
Like this is probably not some Marxist. This is probably a hardworking. <clears throat> they want to make it entrepreneur. Maybe maybe they're not right or left. They're probably apolitical. But okay, I understand. You want to make your money. Now, here, I want to give you money. Oh, well, I don't know if we could do that. Fuck you, die. That's it. Fuck you, die. No, I don't care. I no longer care anymore. I'm trying to help you. You try. Hey, this is good. He, oh, did you order it on the phone? You maybe. I'm like, no. Okay, fuck, fuck it. See, that's it's the dick tease. It's like, oh, I see something. I see humans acting independent-mindedly, and there's a benefit. There's production, GDP. There's value. There's utility. I will enjoy a burger on a nice sunny day with other motorcycle riders at a distance. At a distance. And I get up there, and like I don't know, maybe it was from Wyoming. Do you want money? <laughs> You're all suffering. You all are so desperate for money right now. When a guy comes up with the money, he wants to give it to you, and you get just the fact. He wasted like 15 seconds of both our times where it's like, tell the fucking chef, write up a ticket. Let's go. There's people waiting and you're going to try to negotiate with me about how the fuck I want to. You could have been about halfway through this shit by now. If you just wrote the fucking ticket, I'd be gone beyond the next. No, I have to play the dick around dance with you because you're not agreeing with the way, not even that I'm giving you my money, but how I'm going to ask for you to produce what I would give the money for. That is what we're arguing about. Like a borderline real crisis. And it, you know what it was? It's like, it's like you got a life raft on the Titanic and you're going to give it to a guy. Here, take it, go. I got others. Oh, well, it's on the side where there's the writing. Can you flip it upside down so I don't see the writing? And it's just like, motherfucker, are you kidding? What? Push him in the lake. Here. Lake, river. No, not river. Ocean. That's what it was on. The Titanic was on an ocean. And I, that's why I can't, I can't get on Team Human. I'm on Team Corona. Because Team Corona, the great and merciful Corona chant, she doesn't care. She's impartial. Uh, you get it? Maybe you die, maybe you don't. She doesn't ne- negotiate or hem or haw or ask questions. It's almost like she's a non-sentient entity, almost like a virus. And she just goes as she will. It's impartial. I understand it. It makes sense. It's meritocratic. It's fair. There's no bias except for people who didn't take care of themselves. But I got a human. I understand there's going to be dumb humans, but the hypocrisy where we're desperate for money. Well, here's some. Well, but not. Uh, hang on. You didn't give me the money in the right way. <laughs> Fuck. And, it just and it put me in a bad mood. I just just in a, it lessened my life. Like it microscopically, I'm just like in a pissed off mood. Getting back on my motorcycle, probably could have come home another five minutes. Or it's the fucking hell. Why? Why? Oh, <clears throat> big vis four ninety. So thank you for the ten bucks. 
I'm a diabetic T1 and have no fear of Corona because I'm in shape. Diabetics that are dying are type 2, which is fat, self-imposed diabetics. Going to abuse my privilege to work from home as long as I can. I, I'd be real curious about your guys' take because I've worked from home for a long as time. There's got to be two groups, two camps forming, like those that can't do it because they're like, oh, yeah, it's great. And they're like, get me the fuck out of here after two weeks. And those are like, holy shit, this is the great. This is what I thought it'd be. Like your cynic in chief, like like you can't wait to go to your first roller coaster theme park and you get in and it's exactly what you thought it would be. Which is very rare phenomenon. It rarely is anything exactly as you thought it would be. You're like, I found my place. Cynic in chief, he's great, man. I'm so happy for him. He knows he loves roller coaster. He loves theme parks. He's got his thing. He's found his life. <clears throat> I wonder if it's the same for people. I'm happy if you oh man, if you guys get to work from home and you enjoy it, God bless you. I'm I'm very happy for you guys. And for those of you who now know. They, oh God, I can't work from home. Now you know you got to go to the office. And now maybe you won't hate the office so much anymore. That happened to me early. As much as I hated Minneapolis, like I thought I wasted my 20s in the Twin Cities. And then when I went to Wyoming, I realized, holy shit, I really didn't. Because for all of its drawbacks, at least when I was younger, the Twin Cities had like a great dance scene. We had some great venues. Um, people did go out and live life. Um it was cold. Uh, I'll grant you that, but and the taxes suck. The people, the people are horrible. I, I get that. I get that. But it, it wasn't the worst. It was not. There could have been a lot worse places to live. <clears throat> Wyoming being one of them. And now that you know, I'm older. It's kind of like, all right, I don't need to go out here. Just give me, give me a small house in the hills and um, a lot of hiking and um, Vegas in winter. I'll be okay. So I'm happy that you're doing all right. And I'm happy you, I am happy that you embrace Big Vis. I'm happy you embrace the great and merciful Corona Chan and you accept her will and you do not live in fear of her. Do not fear death. I should come up with a lot of prayers. Kevin McComber, don't forget to inject your disinfectant. What is that thing? Did Trump say something and people are saying he, he, he told them to like inject disinfectant? <laughs> I, I, is this even news or is this the, the media said, the media said, the media said that Trump said? Is that what it is? Because I don't think anyone says you should inject disinfectant. Ronan Boyle for five British pounds. Uh, welfare bum next door playing music, meaning no sleep before my first night shift back. Would you complain to the housing association who don't listen? Um, what I would do is get some earphone, uh, um, earbuds, ear. They're the smooshy plug-in things. Earplugs. That's what I would do. Or get some headphones that you can listen to some background noise with. Uh, and what time is he playing the music? Because here's one of the problems working in the night shift is if he's playing it at 2 in the afternoon, that's perfectly fine for him. You know, that's probably okay with the rules. Um, I, if he's a welfare bum, I don't know. If he looked approachable and like he was kept – Say, look, man, I gotta. I work the night shift. Can you just not play music? But if he's just like the jizz fucker, you know, a chav, as you guys say, is that the word out? The chav? I just go to the housing association. <clears throat> a lot of this is why, let's just use this as a learning experience for future people so I earn my keep here. 
boys and girls, generally what you want to do is you want to do a month to month lease. I know it costs a little bit more, but before you go to an apartment building, you want to do a month to month lease. You live there for one month. Now this also helps if you like me, you could pack up all your shit in two hours and move in one truckload. I don't mean a moving truck. I mean a pickup truck. And you're there for one month. You're like, oh, I see. Uh, the reason it's so cheap is because there's a ton of people around who all smoke pot and they play music really loud and they're illegitimate bastard crotch for going slash my tires. I'm only here for a month. I will go find a new place. And you do that then. For whatever couple hundreds of dollars or pounds that costs, that's what you got to do. But yeah, I would get your earplugs because I had the same thing. A oh, fucking U of M. All these, another reason I'm not, we are not in this together. Uh, I was at the super block, Centennial Hall, if anybody knows where that is. Four dorms. Paid the extra money to have a dorm by myself. One of the few luxuries I afforded myself. And I had to work the night shift. And they'd have cars in there blasting their music. People, like till 2 a.m. And I just couldn't get some sleep. I just couldn't get any sleep. And all these fuckers from the suburbs, all these Dopey, dumbass. All, did the U of M ever... Anyone here of the Golden Gophers, have they ever won anything? No, they haven't. You know why? Because they got shitty fucking teams and shitty fucking athletes who can't play the fucking game. Better than I can, but that's not a high standard. These dumbasses would come in with their booming, blasting uh, rap music in their pimped-out car. This is when SUVs were the first thing and Ford Explorer came out. And and they just they thought were the, the, the bee's knees... And none of them ever amounted to nobody who never won anything. Uh, I, that's why I hate, I hate uh, most humans. Uh, one of the many reasons, because I like yelling, "Shut up!" and they always like that. You know, you could they're down in the parking lot. I'm like, yeah, you got. You know what? None of you have self-respect. I'm even in an apartment now. We still get people like they're supposed to be in the 30s and 40s. They're still playing music late at night. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Like you don't get that? Are you guys that dumb? You don't get? Don't play loud music late at night. There are other people around, and they don't. They don't. Which is why we are on Team Corona. We are on Team Corona Chan. I should have Figo dress uh the Corona Chan mascot. Have her like in a cheerleading outfit. Go Team Corona. We go get in contact with me. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> go team, and in that like block college font, go team Corona. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen? Because if if Zazzle doesn't uh, approve of this, um, I am going to just do it myself. I think I'm just going to find a, a a shirt company and a coffee mug company. And I say, put this on the fucking thing and give me a hundred of those. And then I'll mail them out to you guys. And the problem is the I always making like two bucks, if that, on a shirt or a coffee mug. What you know, you sell a thousand of them. Okay, that's cool. But for me to like have to box them, put them in, and then ship them out myself and doing that, that's where you lose it, it's it's not worth the time. But almost out of spite, almost just to get these damn shirts out so we could get our fucking Corona Chan coffee mugs in the land of the free and home of the brave. In our free and open society, you could get your Corona Chan coffee mug. 
I got half of a mind to go do it myself. Because, dude, they stab you. It's Zazzle and Redbubble and Cafe Press. Like, dude, they make so much fucking money. And you end up paying almost 20 bucks for a mug. Which I kind of like. Uh, and you're still going to have to pay 20 bucks to at least compensate me for my time to, like, fucking do anything. I wish I had a, a young kid that I that could I could trust to be reliable. Box these. Put on those mailing things. Ship them out. No, can't do it. Got to do it myself. So there you go. But, uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those donkeys scrolling. Ba ba da ba boo doo. Ball high. Ba 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 do do 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 Ride. Ronan again. I've had enough of her annoying me, but she don't listen. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah, you just get. I always go to bed with headphones and listen like podcasts, so it does drown out what little noise I hear. I know. Can you leave? Otherwise, earplugs, man. Go to Walmart, whatever your version of Walmart is. Get the the mask. Sent the link to your Twitter again. All right, let me see here. Did you tag me in it or did you direct message me? Hang on. Let me take a message. Message request. Oh, maybe it's here. No, I don't. Aaron underscore Clary. Ryan Stone's in my Twitter account. Somebody tell Ryan to tune in. All right. Let's. How about this, Mass? Go ahead, email me. Oh, dear. Kevin McComber, bring John Steele back on. No. He demands half your money. <laughs> Wonder how he's doing nowadays. Wonder if he followed my advice and went into voice acting. I really wonder if he if he ever did that. Holy shit. Kevin Stoffer, 120 bucks. No question. Just enjoyed your story about idiots not being able to accept money without making the customer go through all kinds of questions. So many businesses have degenerated this way. Had a similar CVS experience just the other day. I was listening to somebody. Uh, who was a podcaster? And he went to a CVS. I think that's what he went to a CVS or a Walgreens. And there was one toilet thing left. And, and it, they were charging like 20 bucks for it. And he went out there, look, I'm not paying you 20 bucks for it, but I'll give you 10 for this right now. And then, what? yeah, it's coming back to me now. So then... The guy's like, oh, no, I got to check. I have to do this thing on the – because they always like, well, I got to type in the code. Or I don't know. I got to get a manager. So what ended up happening is, is cumulatively over the time of the customer, the checkout guy, and the manager, 30 minutes had gone by, 20 minutes of which was employees' time, which I'm sure with labor costs was more than whatever profit margin they saved or they got by jacking up the 10. And definitely they let them go with it for 15 I was just thinking, like, what if you just priced your fucking toilet paper at 10? Said, yeah, okay, dude, here, go. Hey, like, there's been a there's been an instance in my life uh, not too long ago where there was hemming and hawing and this and that, and I hadn't participated in the activity yet. But it was going to require my participation. I asked the guy, I say, 
How much will it cost him? Ask him. What will it cost to get it done by Tuesday? Guy says, okay, I'll ask. Da-da-da. It was like $100 extra. Tell him I'll give him the $100 fucking dollars if and when he finishes it by Tuesday extra. He'll get his regular pay, but if it gets done by Tuesday, 100 bucks. Oh, he agreed. Done. For 15 seconds of sentences in exchange. I'll give him an extra 100 bucks if he gets it done. There was no negotiation. Oh, my dad, emails, exchange, tell him this, tell him. No, $100, save Aaron an hour of his fucking life and all the stress and bullshit and me just piddling the fuck around with the tart I had to at the burger joint. Like, do you want my fucking money? That's one thing I hate. I'm, I'm not, I'm no longer poor, not rich but no longer poor. Thank God for minimalism. But that's one thing I'll never miss. Like when you're poor, you have to negotiate on every fucking nickel. It's just all, you, know, you have to drive, you can't afford parking. So you have to drive six blocks away, park the damn car, hike back in the fucking cold because you didn't have the, back then the dollar, the literal dollar to pay the parking thing. Then you hike back. Then you go back. I had a girlfriend one time. I was I was living at Ghettos in the Sky. And I had to park the car over by Augsburg College. Atham looked this up. And she got sick and tired of it. She's like, why do you do this? I'm like, I don't have the money. And she had a little bit of money because mom and dad were helping a lot. And she ended up paying for my parking, which was one of the greatest things ever. But I, God, man, some people do not get it. Like what Marty, a lot of you guys do because you, you weren't born with silver spoons in your mouth. You, you, there is a point where I couldn't have, all my buddies had PlayStation 2. That was the biggest thing. Like, why do you get a PlayStation 2? Because uh, I don't have $400. Oh, come on, Claire. You don't have to say, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I live in a basement. <laughs> don't you get it? There's no money. Well, thank you very much, Kevin. Not yeah, now look at that. Now I got the money. Thank you very much. Um, I th- that's another thing for you, bachelors and bachelorettes. There's, there's some gals, you know, they keep sneaking into the show somehow, so we'll let them in. Um, as I get older, what how I value the peace and serenity like the lack of problems, that's what I'm really starting to value now because problems piss me the fuck off, especially me because I I can see this potential world, like less friction, faster speed, faster velocity, more production. And so anytime there's like a bump in the road, I get fucking pissed off. But as you get older, because <clears throat> you're not going to want things, you'll get that out, even if you are a materialist, You'll go get your car. You'll get your fancy dude, bro. You'll get your hat. You'll go to the nightclubs. You'll get that all out of your system. You're like, well, there's literally nothing I want physically. But then you're going to notice that I want, you know, I'm willing to. I know the gas station down the road sells gas for a nickel a gallon cheaper, but I'm going to fill up here because it's going to save me 10 minutes. I know um, there's a really good meal at a restaurant down the road. But I can get as good of a meal <clears throat> nearby uh, for 10 bucks more. And you just save yourself that hour. And that ease, that calm, that peace, 
that no problem. You know, here's the hundred bucks. Take care of the fucking problem. Get. I don't have time for this fucking shit today. And uh, I, as I'm, I'm not saying grease the palms. See, now we're starting to get into bribery, greasing the palms. But I'm wondering, you know, what does Andrew Jackson do for you? You know, if if, if I give you twenty bucks, are you going to take more? How would I put it? If I give you 20 bucks, will that result in you taking less than $20 worth of my time you're going to anyway, thus netting me <clears throat> positive time? Okay, it cost me 20 bucks, but you freed me up uh, a fifth of an hour of labor so that now I could go make $25. Or just I could sit and fucking play a game or take a little bit of time taking a shit, maybe zipping through Twitter or something like that. I don't have to shake it off the pot and go. And I'm finding that little bit of extra money goes a long way for your mental health. Like I, I never paid for parking before. Now, uh, oh, oh, here's a spot right in front of the place. I don't care if it costs $5 an hour. We're not going to, five bucks, boom, done. Now I don't have to spend 25 minutes walking back and forth from the free spot and not to mention shivering cold. So one of those, it, it, just me, as you get older, and you don't need material things, whether you're a bachelor or a bachelorette. Paying that extra little bit of money, you know, yeah, I'll pay for parking. Yeah, I'll pay for, uh, I was going to say souffle, not souffle. What the fuck is valet? <laughs> souffle. Pay for valet. It's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, scroll down some more. Young Sykes, oh, hey, he's, hey, we, where have he been? Oh, Young Sykes, good to see you. Two bucks. People do not fear God. Fear is God itself. Oh, don't make me get so philosophical. I got to think about that one. Christopher Nam for five bucks. Uh, Trump made a sarcastic comment about injecting disinfectant, and the SJWs but clown themselves by taking it seriously. I, wait, are they really saying that, that Donald Trump meant to inject yourself with disinfectant? Like, that was real? They go team Corona. I'm serious, guys. See it? Oh, Aaron's pretty dark. Hey, go. Who do you want to cheer for, guys? Team Corona or Team SJW? Who do you want to go for? <clears throat> you know what? I I think I am gonna get Figo to draw pom pom girl. I think I will. I don't know what is he up now. Oh, he might still be sleeping. Still early over there. That'd be funny. Kevin McComber for uh, two bucks. He was being serious. Look at the video. He is not being serious, Kevin. Who in F's name would say to inject your inject yourself with this? I don't even have to look it up. <laughs> God. Go team Corona. That'll be yours. Hashtag go team Corona. <laughs> oh, God. Kevin for two bucks. Plus, he suggested we nuke a hurricane in the path. <clears throat> really? Did he? I'm kind of curious. I thought about nuking tornadoes. Not, not because it would do anything. I'd just be real curious what would happen. Like, would it be turned into a fire tornado? 
Hurricane, I think there's too much energy. A nuclear bomb wouldn't do anything. And is this, Kevin, is this where Tina, not Tina Palin, Sarah Palin says, I can see Russia from my house, and she never said that? Is that what it's, I can't trust, I'm not trusting shit. I'm just going to use logic. Would someone say we should nuke a hurricane, like, in all seriousness? Probably not. Did somebody say, like, oh, yeah, we should inject ourselves with disinfect, a, a, a leader of a free country, a leader of any country, inject yourself with disinfectant? Not going to believe it. Not going to believe they're serious about it. Tagged. Okay. Let's try this one more time. <clears throat> Come on, computer. I know one girl. I'm going to go to my messages again. I'm going to look at requested messages. No, I got Red Crusader. Oh, I got to I got to accept Red Crusader. I, I don't have email it or something. Let's let's not worry about. It. We've wasted enough time on it. Uh, ba, 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 ba. uh Christopher Anon for two dollars. NPCs in chat are all bleeding orange man bad. Well, yeah, orange man bad. Don't you know orange man bad? Asian or not Asian? Uh, Latina woman, good. I, I, I'm aware, of Christopher, or not. I, you really gotta wonder. Think about this. It's, it's a tragic waste of a mind. It's like a death of a mind, a death of a life. Where, and, and I've seen this. I remember this when I was younger, and in, in, you know, house parties and arguing with socialists and all that. Where you, you just, oh my God, Trump's so bad, or I just feel, and that's the extent of their thought. Um, and even more recently, like these dating profiles that Elkins will send me where you are so not conscious, not cognizant, not sentient that you will, one gal was I, IVF mom. I'm pregnant. You get the full package. She actually thought that she was going to get a date. These gals that are so untethered from reality, thinking that, you know, I'm a feminist and I beat down the patriarchy and you better da 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 da. And, and you're kind of like, not only are you not thinking, you are completely programmed. You're, you, you, you were, why'd your parents have you? You had potential. You're a human brain. There's a human being with a human mind. You have the potential to be independent minded and think, but all you got is what you were programmed to be. And at that point, you've turned into a robot. You've turned into a plant. You know, all these gals, like, I'm a strong, independent-minded woman. What? Who thinks the exact same thing? All the other, literally, hundreds of millions of American, well, maybe not hundreds of millions of American, but tens of millions of American women. I, I am smart because I graduated with my liberal arts degree. What? Like all the tens of millions of other people that did? How? Take politics out of it. But if you were thinking the exact same way, Everyone else is, and you are thinking the way somebody else told you to think with no thought of your own, are you even human anymore? 
Can I even interact with you? Because, okay, I see you're human. You're interacting with me, but kind of like someone, it's kind of like someone, I don't know if you've ever known a drug addict where the brain has a capacity to interact with stimuli, but they're not there. Like there is no person you can't negotiate or reason with them because they're not capable of reason. And all they are, what they literally, it's their brainstem is what I'm thinking. I'm no brain surgeon. It's just the brain or that part of the brain trying to stay stay alive. And it's trying, it knows how to get free shit. That's all it knows. And it's running this program. And so trying to reason with someone who's on drugs, trying to reason with an addict, they're not, they're, they're not a human. I've had to say, look, that's not your son. That was your son at one time. But that person is long ago. That that person is dead. This is a robot. This is someone that can talk human, but it's a robot. That's not your daughter. That's not your ex. That's not your friend. That person is gone. I had a pothead buddy. He was a great guy before he became a pothead. Then he became a pothead. And that's all he wanted was pot. And there was no negotiating with them. I love it. Oh, I love it when loved ones try and like, we're trying to save a dead. It's like, no. They're dead. They're dead. They died a long time ago. And what you're seeing is, is uh, 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 their biophysiological remnant. But their brain, their soul has left long ago. At least all the guff we give them. Turk Flinging Monkey knows his, his robot wife is a robot. He knows that. And a lot of people give him guff about his mentality and like, dude, that's not real. And <clears throat> I might be falling, might fall into one of those people that has some criticisms, but that's nowhere near as bad as thinking this doped up drug addict or brainwashed Marxist is there. Your daughter comes home, starts lecturing you about Marxism and how you have privilege. You failed as a dad or a mom. That woman is gone. Now they can be, re- that's not drugs. That's not mental illness. That's not addiction. In theory, you can't, you know, with evidence that they get an open mind. But really, it's like talking to a drug addict, these leftists. You're, there's no reason. I could show a child they got another child. I could show them dad. I, got, I could <clears throat> have them talk to people who lived in the Soviet Union. They're not going to listen. They, and, and so I ask, you know, what's the difference between that and this bubbly? I might as well have a conversation with this bubbly. You know, I, you might as well go play video games. You might as well go for a long ass hike. You might as well, you know, go, go find some good friends, go find some people that are intelligent. But when, when they're not, there's no reason, another, you don't argue with leftists. There's no arguing. You're not going to convince them. They're not, that's the religion. That's all they got. That's if they've even thought about it. Yeah, and so, yeah, okay, the NP, and they are, they are non-player characters. And it's so sad. I know it was a criticism and a very clever joke. It's deadly accurate. There is no more intelligent thought into be an orange man bad. Oh, now you could say Donald, you know, Glendon Cameron, for example, if you tell you, he has legitimate criticism about what Trump did. Another buddy of mine, he has some legitimate criticisms and he don't like Trump for those reasons. I understand that. That makes sense. Like, yeah, I want to do that. Some of the nepotism that goes on, for example. 
but just always orange man bad, Republican bad, white man bad, capitalism bad. No, here, let me show you the historical empiricism correlating government spending as a percentage of GDP and uh, standards of living on uh, income per capita GDP. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Orange man, bad. <laughs> Kevin, you need to donate more than $2 per chat to be taken seriously, but that might require working for a living. Hey, <clears throat> I got to defend Kevin. He at least donates money. Leftists don't even... They don't even do that. The mask for two bucks sent via an email to my website link. All right, over at Asshole Consulting. Hang on, let's take a look at. Uh, the reason I'm laughing is, guys, don't ever get Microsoft Outlook for mail. Just don't. It literally takes six different clicks after you type in your username and password to get where you want to go. All right, here we go. This is from... Uh, <clears throat> White Common Writer. CJ King, when you're a black male professional who's under 30 with two degrees, young and single, no criminal record, no baby mama drama and heterosexual, you're in the new category of men. I'm the prize now. Look at this guy. All right, I got to retweet this. Hang on. I'm going to retweet this. <laughs> oh, hang on, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. I didn't realize. I was... Okay, here we go. Um, 
this is the problem with having to log in 25 times. So he tweeted this out. The brothers like it. Uh, and all the women hate him. They hate him. Um, and I'm going to put this in the chat room. And I'm going to help the brothers out here. Okay, guys, if you happen to be a black gentleman. Yo, I don't. I know that we got a couple black gals that tune in. There's always different people in different groups. I got that. <clears throat> but as a group, I don't know a group of people that their women hate you more than than black men. Okay, I really don't. I've never seen. Well, I've I've never seen because the statistics bear it out. I've never seen a group of people abandon their men for a government check and uh, the the feminism and and all that uh, than black women. And so here's a book: Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Uh, you need this. If you happen to be a black man in poverty, if you're not, then well, you don't need it because you're out of poverty. Uh, <clears throat> but really to put things in perspective, because every guy is going to be working and spending most of his money on the pursuit of women. And when, as a group, and assuming you want to date black women, your women are more as a, the highest percentage of your female population is addicted to government checks and careerism and corporatism and their education which doesn't even mean they're going to not collect the government. They still will. I mean, a lot of them go into nonprofit work or demand to be bailed out. You got that is going to be your biggest risk because you're going to you're going to want the girls, but they are huge liabilities, both financially, mentally, psychologically, familiarly. They're going to have some other guys get all the baby mamas out there. So if you are a black gentleman, you want to date a black black woman. Same rules. The rules don't change. Don't don't matter who you are. No debt, majored in engineering or STEM or accounting, real job. You know what? She doesn't have to be an engineer. Well, she's just a nice girl that works really hard. Likes men, doesn't claim she is the table, okay? And uh, my gosh, yeah, the the, the chat room, <laughs> the comments alone are worth it. All right, let's scroll down some more so I don't miss all these super chats. Sorry about the... Uh, Having to mute that. There, guys, the um, I had to log in several times. Two dollars more. Here we go. Finally, David one twenty eight for five bucks. Same thing happened to me at Chipotle. Wanted to walk in and they and order and they refused being told to order the app. Said, fuck it, left and ordered a pizza. Yeah, there you go. One of the Asian joints uh, not too far away from here. You can walk in, order the stuff. You just got to wait outside or in your car. Yeah, come on in. What do you got? Coffee place I go to. I might get a coffee. <laughs> all these very, guys, all these very, thank you so much. All these very generous donations. Like, I got one. Probably around $200 of donations today. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> You told me when I was 20, living in a basement. Hey, it'll be this day. <laughs> you know, this entire 40-hour work week you did, you made a toy. It'll be this day where you work too, just sitting on your ass, and you'll make just as much. Really? Yeah, but the irony is you won't have nothing to spend it on because you'll be a minimalist, and you're going to be excited about buying yourself a cup of coffee. What will the money go to? Ah, you'll have a house. You'll, it'll go into tiling. Actually, that's where a lot. Of, if you're wondering 
where does the money go in the Cappy Fund, if not the Poke Bowl, and if not the Lucifer and Geronimo Fund? Uh, it goes into the house fund. <clears throat> it goes into sexy things like, you know, toilets and appliances, things like that. Siding. Oh, DeLon for 212. I'm arguing with the socialists why Cappy rakes it in. One hell of a business model. Hey, I'll tell you this, guys. Let's be serious about this. I think everyone, even if you guys want to do this, it will take time, okay? But over time, if you want to do a channel or a podcast, you might as well. And the reason why is that over time, you will get a following if you do it regularly, if you do you, okay? I got a buddy who likes French Bulldogs, and he's going to start a thing. And I guarantee you in three years' time, he'll have enough following that, you know, I don't know if you're going to make 200 bucks. I mean, the dream is to make Stefan Molyneux money. Holy shit. You see what that guy rakes in with the Super Chats? Woo! But <clears throat> neither here nor there. I've been at this since 2004. Put a lot of work into it. But if it's fun and it's you and you do it on the side, over time it will. Be. And then, you know what? We're almost going to fucking have to, guys. Because what the fuck are we going to do when we're 50 or 60 years old? Imagine, it almost commands you to do this. Hear me out on this. It almost commands all of you yahoos listening, <clears throat> especially for more the intellectual types, you, you might as well start it now with you and your Yahoo buddy. Start a podcast, do something. Because down the road, look, I'm in my 40s. Nobody fucking does anything. Even before coronavirus, nobody did anything. I had to go get my dental degree so I knew how to pull teeth. Come on, let's go fucking have fun. This fucker won't come out. And now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it may be the only thing you got is a, a, a not your social media, but a web presence. Like you got a show, gives you something to do. <clears throat> Nimble Fred for five bucks. Whitmer extended the lockdown until May 28th. I'm getting annoyed. Just leave. Go. I should do Moab. We'll do a Moab meetup. We'll all go out to Moab. Get slightly more affordable hotels. Go do some hiking in the desert. Hopefully not die. Are we caught up? Keep scrolling. Hold it. Hold it. Hold. Okay, hold on on some super chats here, guys. I'm about. Okay, yeah, just, just hang on. <clears throat> Don't make no more super chat until you get through two more of these. Okay, let me. Otherwise, it scrolls past. Nonstop, Dre. 360, who, by the way, if you did not know, is is a seven foot two, hugely dicked uh, black gentleman out in New York who gets all the girls. Finally, Aaron gets it. Give up all hope in humanity. Yeah, yeah, you're even more cynical than I am, but I, we're going to go team Corona. I, I'm going to do that. Ronan Boyle, uh, two British pounds. My town, Chelt, United Kingdom, most nice, decent houses cost $400,000 plus. Wow. So that's like 500,000 US. Kevin McComber, $2. I dare you to look at the video yourself. No, I'm not going to. I don't have to. It is absurd. I here, here, and to show you intellectual honesty, I don't believe Joe Biden really has the thing for little girl's hair. I know there's some pictures and all that. I, but they're pictures. It's out of it's out of white. There's like another picture of Obama, and 
the French president scoping out a girl's ass. But if you see the video, they're just naturally looking. Like, if you want to do something funny, pause through my podcast, my video. You'll find pictures of me going like that because of the way I speak. And you say, oh, look at him. Ha, ha, that's funny. I don't really believe it. I don't believe Biden did anything to that woman. I don't. I think he's just an awkward, gaffable man. Nonstop, Dre. See what hope got you, Aaron? Anger and high blood pressure. See, that's why everybody who believed in Obama, they had hope they probably have high blood pressure too. Ronan Boyle, two bucks. Would you move somewhere cheaper in the UK from Chell? Yeah, I, I would. I don't know. I don't know anything about the United Kingdom, though. I just know I don't want to go there. Ironically, if anything, I, I think I'd go north up into Scotland, where the mountains, quote, mountains are. Brandon, two bucks. Some of you would let Trump bang your wife. Some of them would. Yes, some of them would. <laughs> Not me. All right. Kilroy was here for 10 bucks. Marxism is a cult. It dehumanizes people and turns them into stupid robots. It does. It does. It gets them out of touch with reality and puts them in a fantasy world. If you don't believe me, look at Kevin. Kevin's not. No, again, I got to defend Kevin. Kevin has independent thought. Kevin is just young and naive and misinformed. As he grows older, he will. The problem is we can't wait for everyone between 35 and 40 like, like the boomers and everyone after them, like, hey, wait a second now. If we print off more money, the result of more inflation. And if nobody works, how will stuff get produced? That's the boomers. They finally get that epiphany at 40. Gen X is 45. Millennials will probably get it at 60s and Gen Zers never. We can't wait for Kevin to turn 30 to like, hey, wait a minute. Whoa, shit. That's how the economy works? So he's <clears throat> Kevin is not out of touch. Kevin's not a robot. He'll spar. And Kevin hasn't called us names. That's another thing that we'll point out. Has Kevin called us ists or isms? Has he gone to the default? It shows independent thought. <laughs> Instead of dollars, we should start quoting the super chats and how many Kevins, because he only does give two bucks. <laughs> so like like uh the other guy gave uh uh Ken yeah was it Kenneth Kenneth gave 120 for 60 Kevins <laughs> all right are we caught up on the super chats we were <clears throat> okay good um let me do some sponsors real quick we still got some uh I'll get that out of the way we still got some uh What's it called? Uh, articles I want to get through. Um, real quick, <clears throat> if you guys are looking for some shows, this isn't sponsored. I'm just telling you about these shows. 12 O'Clock High is a great TV show. I've been watching that. And if you want to watch a good documentary, Wings of the Red Star. Wow, that was a 90s show, and they took all the different Russian planes and did documentaries about them. And that's really neato. Uh, so for... Uh, uh, Ronan, uh, you are, uh, yeah, Ronan, download that and convert them to MP3s and then listen to that when you go to bed. Try that at your work. Uh, <clears throat> Alpha Male Reviews, go to YouTube and search Alpha Male Reviews online. He takes some of your favorite books, takes excerpts, excerpts, 
and converts them into one of those hand-drawn documentaries that actually adds an air of authority to it. If you have a book and want him to do that the same, I'm putting his email in the chat room right now. So there you go. That's Alpha Male Reviews. Plus, you probably just like his channel too. So something to consider there. Uh, Masculine Geek, go check out Masculine Geek at MasculineGeek.com and also check out their podcast. Uh, They wanted me to start promoting them more. I listen to them regularly. Sometimes I'm on their show. Uh, Sometimes even TJ lets us talk. But go to MasculineGeek.com to go to the official site. They also have it in MP3, but like me, it's like you do the YouTube first, so you got to convert to MP3 later. Uh, How Not to Become a Millennial, written by originally me and then Vince Barrick, who bought it from me. I also get a percentage. A lot of you haven't bought because like, oh, well, Aaron is going to make money. Yes, I'm going to make money. I get a percentage and a cut, right? So go get this book, How Not to Become a Millennial. Tell friends. Get this very theory. This This is a book of schadenfreude. It rips apart the millennials and the boomers. So there you go, 400 pages of wonderful. And it rips apart fat chicks. What more do you want? Find that paperback Kindle soon to be audio. Uh, pushing Rubber Downhill. Go to pushingrubberdownhill.com and visit my friend Adam Piggott, where he has a podcast called Pushing Rubber Downhill, his site, Pushing Rubber Downhill, and his book, Pushing Rubber Downhill, which is an absolute must to read. So after you're done reading How Not to Become a Millennial, learn how to become a man, and go read Pushing Rubber Downhill. Uh, Black Brigade. Go to blackbrigade.org. You can tune in with DT and his Black Brigade debrief. If you're looking for another podcast after this one, I strongly recommend you check that out. You go and get his latest uploads on YouTube. Everyone's doing YouTube now. That's how you record. You record on YouTube, convert to MP3 later. So if you want it in the here and now and to be live, you can go there too. He also he also discovered money. It's like, hey, there's this thing called money, and people will give you money on donations. And he's just, like, amazed. And I was like, where have you been? Masculine Geek and the Black Brigade are really like Powell from Die Hard, where I've been fighting like John McClane in the Nakatomi Plaza this entire time. I've killed already five terrorists. I got a machine gun now. And then Powell drives up. There's there's the Black Brigade, and there's uh, the Masculine Geek. It's like, I wonder if you can. Ma- I wonder if there's terrorists in there. I wonder if you can make money. I gotta throw a body out the window, and then everyone should have the machine gun. Jesus H. Christ, we can make some money. Welcome to the podcast party, pal. Which Die Hard, as I said, <clears throat> would never happen in today's world, because once again, once he'd realized that his wife was gonna die, his estranged wife was gonna die, they was gonna divorce anyway later on. And that he'd have full custody of the kids and she couldn't sue him for child support and he might get some money in the end. He'd just quietly sneak out of the Nakatomi Plaza. (laughs) Go to where the kids are. Oh, your mom. Oh, dang. Oh, your mom. Oh, she blew up. Oh, I'm sorry, kids. Yes. (laughs) His foot would be in great shape. Wouldn't have gotten all sweaty. Oh. <clears throat> there we go visit those guys. Academiccomposition.com. Go to academiccomposition.com to have Alex and his team of writing staff write your papers for you this busy and final season. 
noncommunistsciencefiction.com, the works of Michael Kingswood. If you like communist, I'm sorry, not. If you like science fiction, but you don't like communism, go to noncommunistsciencefiction.com where you can get all of Michael Kingswood's uh, books on science fiction. Bunkerbasics.com. Go to bunkerbasics.com where Bunker Bob will tell you all you need to know about prepping and survival. Right? Uh, it's not a, a pansy ass site. It's a legit site. Uh, he only goes, it's not, oh, I'm going to get my gun and go shoot the people. It's, uh, he has interviews and writes articles and reviews stuff. That's bunkerbasics.com. The Science of Mastering Women, I'll put that in the chat room, written by Linda Gross. This is about the only book I'm going to recommend about how to get the girls. Okay? No guarantee that you're going to get the girls unless you go and hang on. Why is this over here? Unless you go and work out and hit the gym. I got to clean this up. Got to clean this up. Uh, so that's in the chat room. Very highly reviewed. Um, so this isn't just my opinion. Seems to be very highly reviewed by a lot of men. And then uh, I'll put the link here below. If you want to help out with the show, you could go to olderbrother.com slash donate. And you can donate to PayPal. You get nothing. You can become a patron member. You get all the behind-the-scenes stuff, including Mary Jo's pinup. There's always a what is it, standing offer on the table. If there are any other gals, any other cappy capettes. That want a model and you're a pretty girl, go ahead. I pay uh, because these Hanyakers and boys like to see nice girls dressed in sexy attire. I'm very sexy attire. I mean, a dress. <laughs> One of Mary Jo's fans. She's got a. She's just holding a pan of cookies. She's dressed in a in a nice housewife outfit. Like, oh, that's dirty, man. <laughs> Serious. That's all guys need. We just need pinups who are fighting this war like the guys in the trenches had of, uh, what was the name, Rita Hayworth or whatever. <laughs> Plus, Mary Jo's getting all attitude and lippy. I'm the only guy. She really didn't say that. I just want to put it. And then all my books. All right. We already did that one. We already did that one. We already did that one. Worthless young person's indispensable guy to choosing right nature. Get that. <clears throat> Bachelor Pad Economics talked about that one. That's an absolute must. Curse of the High IQ, I think, for today's. This will be the book of the episode here uh, because we're a little bit more deep and philosophical. The Pence Principle, not my book, written by Randall Betwick, short one, How Not to Get Me Tooed. Pretty much every politician running now will get me tooed if you plan on running for office or you just plan on making a lot of money and be public about it, get this. Otherwise, if you make a lot of money, don't tell one, shut the fuck up about it. And enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. All there, all available, all the time at Amazon.com. All right. How are we done with the Super Chats? Nope. Well, hang on. Let's get these out of the way. I'll go to the next article. Man, there's a lot of chatting in the room. Gotta scroll a long time here. Uh, Obelisk L10 for five British pounds. Have you heard or seen the show Deadwood set out there in the 1870s? I highly recommend it. It's kind of your show. Yeah, I heard about it. People, um, they recommended it to me before, and I'm intricately familiar with the area. Um, Deadwood, Spearfish Road. There's only like 10 trails I haven't done left in the in the Black Hills. And so I'll finish that up 
probably the first year I'm out there. And then I can start exploring like the planes, which you may not think is exciting or entertaining, but there is fossils out there. That's where they found Sue the dinosaur, <clears throat> possibly some hidden gold and silver, um, a lot of artifacts, things like that. Though you can't say you got to point them out. I mean, Indian artifacts, like I found a bow and arrow and oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, that's, and a lot of agate hunting, which I'm really looking forward to, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll watch TV when I'm in the nursing home. I just sit here for an hour and watch this. Kevin for 2.5 Kevins. <laughs> I pay $5 on occasion. I'm not a socialist. I support capitalism with strong social safety. That, that's not capital. Look, guys. Search Captain Capitalism at blogspot.com, like capitalism versus socialism versus communism, or some title like that. I don't care what underlying shit. I don't care who owns this, who owns that, what regulations, what guarantees. What percent of the economic production does the government take? That's it. Okay? If it's 100%, it's communism. If it's 0%, it's anarchy. And then if it's like, it depends where you are. If, you know... 33% and below, okay, capitalism. 33% to 67%, okay, socialism. 67% above communism. But wherever that gray area is, <clears throat> United States, 40% of our money. Well, now a hell of a lot more, ironically, under Trump. We're blown, probably with this, we're probably 45, 50% right now. Government spending as a percentage of GDP. Ah, uh, that's socialist. I don't care what we buy with it. If you take half the people's money, that's socialism. You don't have to make it any more complicated. I don't care what your professors tell you, what economists tell you. They're all boomer, gray-haired, ponytail-wearing, lying fucks who need to catch, who need to have a visit from the great and merciful Corona Chan and let her judge and shut the fuck up about, well, this is really more European model. So, oh, well, that, I see now that's a, that's a mixed, shut the fuck up. What percent of people's money did you take? Half? Fuck you, you're socialist. And we have strong social safety nets. We have too many of them. God, this idea that the United States is some big time capitalist Hong Kong or 1880s America. We're not. Landon Wilson music for five bucks. Thanks, Landon. <clears throat> you got a website to go? Like, do you make music? I don't, dude, if you guys have websites you want to promote and you want to toss two bucks into Super Chat with the link to your site, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Northland Locksmith and Key does that occasionally. DJ Aftershocks, two bucks. How does one live in Wyoming? First, you have to fuck your cousin, who might also be your sister, possibly your mother. Uh, you don't live, you, you you have to be dumb. You have to be really dumb. A couple ways you can do it. You can live in Jackson, Wyoming, which isn't Wyoming. That's California, a bit of California and Wyoming. And you could try to get, but they're pretentious assholes as well. But you can do it. Another way to live in Wyoming is maybe I'm more qualified to live there now where you just buy a ranch and you stay the fuck out of the cities. You only come to the city to grab your shit and you go away. 
like you're a loner or a hermit. A third way to live in Wyoming is Cheyenne because it's Coloradoized and the women aren't terribly ugly there. And then the, the final way you live in Wyoming is you choose a real small town that's big enough to maybe support you. And, but even, yeah, it's hard. I was thinking like Sheridan's beautiful. Buffalo's beautiful. Cody's beautiful. But even then the who dang diggly do dang diggly do's. Bear me Carol, come kick your ass in your apartment. <laughs> Which happened one time. Now that I did get my ass kicked, I got threatened. I will kick your ass in your apartment. I'm like, you guys better run faster than a 556 bullet. So I just don't. Montana, sure. Idaho, cool. Colorado, even with the fine. <clears throat> but not Wyoming. And definitely not Casper, Rollins, or Gillette. Fernando Covet, five bucks. Houston is doing fine. Summer weather already here. Let's get old behavior because of curfew. Let's hope it stays that way as businesses reopen this weekend. Awesome. Awesome. May the great and merciful Corona Chan bless you, Fernando. Kilroy was here. Let's get back to Kilroy. Two bucks. Kevin's in a spending mood today. Hey, <clears throat> Kevin, you spend his money? We have to honor that. I will honor that. He can spend his money however he wants. I like the fact we should do a public service announcement, like a charity thing. Big piano with the key again. Ding, ding, ding. Did you know that for every dollar donated in Super Chats to the Clary podcast, that's a dollar that doesn't go to a thought on the internet? Ding, ding, ding. Corona Chan podcast deprives conservative thoughts, regular thoughts, and webcam girls thousands of dollars a year. Ding, ding, ding. But with your help, you could get other men to donate more money to the great merciful Corona Chan. All proceeds go to Pokeball. Uh, painkiller, five bucks. Where should I move to if I live in Atlanta now? Try to move far away from my parents. I'm trying to get in the film industry. I tell. Well, I guess you have to go to Florida, California then. Uh, get this book, Reconnaissance, man. I don't know what good of help is. I mean, you're almost forced to go to Los Angeles. Maybe Vegas if you want to get entertainment. Start there. I'd start in Vegas, better employment, better people, better roads, better cost of living. But not now. Don't go there now. But if you want to, good luck in film. Good luck. I hope, you, I hope you're majoring in engineering as you pursue a side career in film. Uh, Kevin McComer, uh, $1.99. We have crony capitalism. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I'd say we'd have crony socialism at 38% GDP. DJ Aftershock, uh, Aftershock, $2. So a Dodge Ram 3500 6.4 diesel truck. Dodge Ram diesel truck. Yes, with dualies. You need the dualies. Even though you don't use it, you still have to have that in Wyoming. Because you're a pussy if you ain't got it otherwise. And you have to blast rap. That was the other thing I remember in Casper. All these white douchebags blasting rap. Like, what the? And then... The two black guys I did see were driving nice BMWs. The other one had a nice SUV. 
and I never got to have, but I figured out, oh yeah, they're, they're, well, they're obviously from out of state, but they're usually engineers or doctors or something. <laughs> so the black dudes in Casper, Wyoming are the Thaddeus McThaddeus of the third, and the Jessups and the Yokels are, are Jerome and Tyrone blasting their music in their dually truck. <laughs> it's bizarro world, man. Fucking Wyoming is bizarro world. Just ask, uh, just ask uh, our good uh, uh, buddy, uh, Black Calamity Jane, Hadria, black woman in Wyoming. She'll tell you. She's from Connecticut. <laughs> oh, she got to write a book about that. Oh, she got to write a book. Uh, two bucks from Fernando. I've got my music online. Just search my name. Oh, okay. Fernando Covet. Search Everybody searches uh, music online. Juan Cabrera, five bucks. I'm on Instagram at Lou415. I expose what the so. Oh, yeah, guys. You want to follow someone on Instagram, go follow Juan. Lou415 underscore. I uh, expose. I expose. I'm sorry. Lou415 Lou underscore. Then that's his handle. I expose what socialists have done in San Francisco. I upload pictures of the homeless. Kevin, take a look. Dude. It's, it's more than, it's not just daily. It's every, it's like three pictures a day. There's shit. There's someone shit. And he does videos of this crazy fat woman yelling and dancing in the street. Uh, tense. He posted a picture. He climbed a hundred foot hill today or yesterday. Juan made it up a hundred foot. like posing like this. I'm like, what are you posing like this for? You climb Mount Everest. You can see traffic behind you. Uh, Christopher Anon for five bucks. Kevin agree. Industrial socialism is classic fascism. Yep. Kevin McComer, do you support overturning Citizens United? Uh, what is Citizens United? I don't know. Citizens United <clears throat> versus the FCC. Uh, is the landmark United States Supreme Court case concerning campaign finance. The court held that free speech clause of the First Amendment prohibits the government from restric- restricting independent expenditures for political communications by corporations, including non-profit corporations. Blah, blah, blah. Concern. <clears throat> Prohibits them. Because I know I sought the error of a critical different here comes from engineering. A majority opinion joined by four other justices uh, held that the bipartisan campaign reform acts prohibition of all independent expenditure by corporate violated the First Amendment's free speech. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you can't you can't say a group of people, nonprofit or a for-profit corporation, uh, can't politically lobby. I old-fashioned Clary, I think corporations shouldn't lobby because it's it's bad marketing, but they're doing virtue signaling now. They're not even donating to political campaign. They're like, oh, we hate men. Go socialism. Go for China. Buy our product because we, we care about the whales. Let's have a conversation about race. I mean, it, cat's kind of odd. And what, what are you complaining about, Kevin, if you're cheating for team socialism? All the corporations are socialists now. <laughs> but not in a tax sense. See, they, they still want, like, Apple, we care so much about the environment. And the people, ah, we pay zero taxes. Google, we're so caring about the womans and socialism education. Zero taxes. <laughs> oh, Starbucks cares. I'm going to give them the money. $50 million in corporate buybacks after Corona Chan. Oh, so I know I do not support overturning Citizens United. No, I do not. Ronan Boyle. 
Look up Chelt UK, Cappy. What you think? I think it's crap. Chelt UK. I got to hurry up here. I got lunch coming up. <clears throat> Chelting ham. It's always got a ham. Always got a ham. Let's do images. Looks like there's some big stadium. Oh, that's a nice looking building. I'm sure they're just going to send me all the the nice stuff. What, there's polo grounds? This looks like a fancy place, dude. I don't know. It looks nice. I, I can't complain. I, I like, I like, so far, I like the way it looks. There we go. Dark Man Jeff. White kids blasting around. Not joking, Dark Man Jeff. I am not, now, not all of them are in the dually trucks, but they got their crappy. I lived in the crappy part of Casper, which is all of it, but I lived in the, in the junk section. But they, you know, there was your, your standard Dodge Neon with the fucking rims, but the paint had worn off the hood. Uh, so you got your standard, but yeah, it, it, you're just like, who's playing the rap? You look, it's like, it's all white guys. <laughs> Natrota County High School, that's where Casper, Wyoming is. And uh, half the girls all graduate pregnant or uh, having kids already. I, it's just, it's a great place for a nuclear test site to go off. Uh, Kevin McComber, two bucks, privatized profits, socialized losses. Privatized profits socialized. Yeah, that's what a bailout is. That's socialism. There you go. Yeah. They didn't save their money. Now they need the government to bail out the banking industry. Student loans. So corporations can't buy politicians. No, they, they can buy a politician. <clears throat> if they want to spend the money to run ads, now they shouldn't bribe, like I'll give you money. That'd be against it, but they want to donate to a political campaign. Sure. If corporations want to run their own advertising, like we're against this thing because da 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 da. I, I could go with you that, like, I would like to, you know, private corporations, I'd like them to be out of it. Like, I would love nothing more than the great and merciful Corona Chan to visit K Street. Um, I like it so that the only way you can talk to a politician is if you're a citizen, you have to write them by mail. You can't send a lobbyist in. Um, but if you want to go and, you know, have a nonprofit form, whatever political campaign, and we're going to run this campaign, we're going to run that campaign, fine. <clears throat> in Cappy's world, I'd be auditing every congressman's personal finances every year. I would I would say, and we're going to make sure you are only making 250000 Oh, where'd this 500000 come from, Bernie? Oh, is that how you can afford two houses? Out. Out. Painkiller, five bucks. I might make consulting soon. I need my ass kicked in a video from the captain. Hey, for 35 bucks on average, it's worth it. Who's this guy? Too many celebrities meeting attendee. Are we caught up? Are we caught up? We're caught up. No, wait, no. Here's one more. Politicians are bought by corporation. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. All right. Uh, do I want to? Uh, I'm going to save that for later. We got some good news in Wallace, Idaho. We'll visit Wallace, Idaho later uh, today, or not today, uh, next week on the Great and Merciful Corona Chan, because I got to have dinner and lunch here. 
Going to close that out. Going to close that. We'll learn about the largest fire in United States history, a forest fire. We'll learn about that thing. We'll learn about how Wallace is the center of the universe. And that's it. If you would kindly, please subscribe to this channel if you have not already. Also subscribe to the Older Brother YouTube channel. Search that by going to Older Brother. I'm sorry, YouTube. Search Older Brother. Subscribe there. Follow me on the Twittergrams. The Insto chats, I mean Twitter. I am on Instagram. For some reason, I got a big following there. I'll post something on Twitter, yeah, 20 likes. Then I post a, a picture on Instagram, 100. I guess everyone's on the pictures now. I, I guess so. Uh, and if you would, this is the mo most important thing. If you would kindly spread and share the YouTube URL, Send it to a buddy. Say, hey, check out this podcast. That's the number one thing I want people to do is spread the, the great merciful Corona Chan out there. And uh, I will have the MP3s up probably later this afternoon. Um, I got to eat lunch first. Then I got to, what is it going to rain today? It doesn't know what it wants to do today. Uh, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to do that. Oh, we got a super chat here. Kilroy was here. Five bucks painkiller. I wouldn't go into film unless you already have a pistol and a huge pile of fuck you money. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go in there. Email me, painkiller, and let me know what your plan B and C is and why you're still living at home. All right, that's it. Uh, oh, God, that's not it. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Everyone bow your heads. Woo-hoo. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth in the threats that have been missing so much from the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and to love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who could be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who arrive for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O oh great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Now you may all rise. Okay, no more super chats. That's it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.